Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am super excited to welcome to this show, Gary Lipsky. Welcome, Gary. Thanks for having me. I, I really enjoy your show. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening in. So Gary is a real estate entrepreneur who has a focus on multifamily syndication and currently has 65 million assets under management. He is the president of Break of Day Capital, whose mission is to positively impact the lives of their investors and the communities in which they invest through the highest level of transparency and fiduciary responsibility. That is super important, folks. We're going to come back to that. Gary is the host of the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast, where he speaks with various experts in the real estate industry to help educate asset managers. Gary is also the best-selling author of Best in Class and founder of the Asset Management Summit. Again, welcome, Gary. Yep, thanks for having me. So, so much we can dig into this, and I want to talk about fiduciary duty and really your bread and butter, which is asset management, which I don't think is talked about enough. But first, before we jump into that, how did you first get into multifamily syndication? Yeah, you know, I had been investing in real estate and more on the single family side. I I had sold a business at the end of 2016 and um, was looking at all these different ways to invest in real estate. And everything sounds exciting and interesting. Uh, but I, I, I heard about multifamily and, and that was a good fit for me because I had run these other businesses before. It's like each property is like running its own business. So I started investing in other people's deals and learning and podcasts and going to conferences. And and then I started doing my own deals. So let's talk about that. Each property is its own business. I don't, again, I don't think that's talked about enough. So maybe give, give my listeners, especially if this is their first time hearing the term syndication. Give them a little bit about what syndication is and what you mean by each building is a business within itself. Yeah. So, you know, we'll pull resources from investors, you know, so a typical deal, maybe, you know, 35 investors, and we can get really nice economies of scale. So let's say a typical deal, 150 units, we'll have probably uh, a property manager, a leasing agent full-time and then a, a maintenance supervisor full-time and then another a maintenance technician. So they're doing the heavy lifting. Certainly we have a, a regional manager too that oversees a property and that's a really key, key uh, part of your team. And so it's, it's professionally managed and we have to manage the manager. You know, we have to look over uh, we, you know, we have to come up with a business plan. We have to execute on that business plan. We have to look over the P&Ls every month, all the financials, the balance sheet. And so you're, you're running the show as, as, uh, as an owner, as a syndicator. And it's so important because there's a lot of people out there that just rely on their property manager to get things done. Don't look over the reports. Um, and it's so critical because people make mistakes all the time. I make mistakes. You're certainly your, your property manager, your, your maintenance people, they're going to make mistakes. The accountant on the property, we've seen mistakes all the time. So you've got to be very diligent on looking over all this. And, and like we, we, you had mentioned, it's, it's that running the business. You have to go watch it very carefully and not just be out there chasing more deals to make, you know, more money. It's treat your investors, you know, circling back to that fiduciary responsibility part is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to make sure that, um, you know, 
you're you're the you're the main guy on this deal. You're the you're the the operator, making sure you are maxing out the value of that property from before you you take it over to the day you sell it, and, and making sure everything runs correctly. That's your responsibility. And certainly, uh, I have a team of people on you know that I employ that help me make me look good and 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 you know. Um, over deliver on what we promise our investors, but that really helps us. You know, these properties are professionally managed. It's not, you know, kind of like I'll pay attention every once in a while, or when things go bad, I'll kind of pay attention. No, we have our, our weekly calls, and everything is professionally managed. We spot check the the property manager, the property management company. We're constantly looking over how we can we can improve it a little by little every single week. And I love that thought because you gave so much energy into the fact that you've created this amazing team. I mean, I don't know, my listeners probably have heard this before and me say this before, but I want you to explain why multifamily is a team sport. You hear of these multifamily investors that put themselves out there and it makes it sound like they're like a one man or woman team, but multifamily is a team sport. Can you explain why that's true? Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of work. And, and you know, people hear real estate and say, oh, I'm going to get rich quick and, and all that. Yeah, you you can get rich, but it's not quick. It's over the long term. You got to put in a lot of work. It's not so easy. Of hours. And, yeah, yeah. And and not everything goes perfectly as planned. There's You're always going to get curveballs. You, you don't know when, you know, like COVID's going to hit or a Texas freeze or whatever it may happen. And you have to you have to plan for mistakes to happen or, or curveballs or whatnot because you know that's life things things happen and um, it takes a lot of work to 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 go through the financials um, to secret shop your property to to manage a manager all these different things and and, and tracking um, things that need to get done and uh, all your every everything that needs to happen, you got to make sure your 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 budget to actual um, and report out to your investors on a consistent basis, on a monthly basis to upload the financials. You've got to um, send all the financials to your your CPA at the end of the year, and so all your investors get a, a K one. So there's there's a lot of work, and the more properties you have, the more work it's going to be. And certainly, if you're also looking at other properties, so yeah, you need. You need other people on your team, whether it's internally or you partner with other companies as well. It, it, you can't do it all by yourself, like anything in life. You can't do it all by yourself. So we're already diving into it. Your, it sounds like your bread and butter. I mean, you've written the book on it. You have the summit on it. Asset management. It's so key. Like you hear about the deals that get taken down and the deals that are sold and the numbers that people are putting out, but it's the in-between part that makes the difference. So explain, and you already have kind of, but really explain what is asset management and what do you talk about in your book, Best in Class? Yeah, yeah. So in in the book, we cover everything from from due diligence to business uh, execution to the renovation, the value add, even legal um, taxes, all the way through disposition. So we we cover all of it, and and that's what you have to do as as a as an operator. You have to cover all of that, and so that's you know we we do our weekly calls, and even if the even if we've you know finished our our value add part of it. It's, it's those weekly calls and we're on zoom too. So 
you find out a lot of information when you're when you're on a Zoom. You're seeing your 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 property manager, your regional. Um, that consistency is, is so key. And and like I said, we do spot check. So there's a lot of times we'll visit properties, and I won't tell them we're visiting. I'm not trying to like you know do a gotcha because it is I need I rely on them. It is a team sport. And so if there are things that aren't up to snuff the way I would want it to, and then I, I teach them. Uh, and educate them on how I want it to be. And and part of that is I do it from the very beginning. I set those expectations, very high expectations from the beginning because they need to know how I'm going to operate. I'm going to operate much more hands-on than than your typical uh, owner that that they've dealt with. But if I, if I lay out those expectations ahead of time, most likely they are going to, you know, reach that bar or come close to it because – no one's ever set those expectations high enough and, and they want to do well. Um, but you've got to make them feel that they're part of the team, that their, their voice matters, that their decisions matters. And I want their input They're They're on the site every single day. They know that property better than, than I could ever know that. So uh, I really want to empower my team and, and work with them. I love how you talk about empowerment. Cause when you hear the word secret shop, you think about secret shoppers, you think about real, uh, uh, retail. But the thing is, as, as sponsors, as asset management, as, as asset managers, we have to do this to really understand this is an educational purpose for us. But I love the fact that you put it into such a scope as you do this so you can educate those people that work with you, that you can educate yourself, know what they're not coming up to your expectations at. Maybe they think they are because our expectations and the business comes down from us and then it filters back up. It's a give and take of energies between you and your partners. So if your partners, i.e. your project man or your property managers or your construction managers, everyone that works with you, if they don't fully understand what you're trying to accomplish, then, then your accomplishment, your business plan will never come to fruition. And this is a great way for you to make that happen. So thank you for explaining that. So let's dive in a little bit into your book. How can people find that book? Cause it sounds like, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty cool when I'm, I'm going to conferences or, or, or why not? People are like, I love the book. It's really, it's really helped me. I've owned a couple of properties and now I'm reading it and I'm like, geez, I wish you read it before you bought those properties. But, uh, but yeah, you can find it on, on Amazon. Um, and, uh, and then we have a lot of resources too. Um, that there's a, there's a website in the book that you can go to. And um, we do have our that secret software report that we I've mentioned and, and other things that we use so um, for someone starting out or even that's, that's been in this business for a while, it's, it's a really um, a really good tool because you can read certain chapters that you might not uh, feel you know, comfortable with or, or had that much uh, experience on. But uh, you can go and pick and choose. And um, it's, you know, it's pretty meaty as far as the content. Let's talk about your summit now for asset management. Again, I don't, listeners, if you haven't already realized, I'm really, really, really gung-ho about this particular subject because it is so important. You can take down the deal, but if you do not manage the deal correctly, this is the hard part. Taking down the deal while difficult, if you don't manage it correctly, 
it won't go anywhere. You cannot take it to that point. You cannot get that business plan to fruition. So having a great plan and having a fantastic asset manager is key. So one way you can learn how to become a good asset management manager is to join Gary at his summit, Asset Management Summit. So tell me a little bit about your summit and when is the next one coming up? Yeah, and we and we were honored to have Jason on it um, uh, the last one or the one before, but uh, yeah, look for that in in um, probably late spring. We'll do that again, and it's just chock full of of really good operators sharing their uh, experiences. You know, there's not a lot of selling, there's not a lot of fluff. It's just great, great content, um, and you know, we we cover you know we always cover legal. Uh, you know, leasing, all the different aspects of asset management. Um, so uh, yeah, but we've helped a lot of people, that, you know, it's, it's cool to see, you know, people that have come up to me and said, Hey, you know, I, I, I learned so much from it. I, I didn't know. It. And, 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 and quite honestly, I'm, I'm learning uh, from, from people too. I don't, I don't know everything and maybe someone's trying different things. So, you know, um, it's great. It's great for me too, to bring on like great, great operators and, 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 and pick up, you know, some golden nuggets of my, you know, as well. Networking is key folks. Key. I don't care what part of real estate or business in, or life in general, getting yourself out there. And you have all heard me say this. I probably already said this once during this podcast, relationships equal partnerships. So the asset management summit, look for it in the spring. It's coming out in the spring. That is key. It's another way you can make connections with other asset managers. If, if asset management isn't your strong point, you can meet those that you can bring on as partners at this summit. And Jason has been a speaker at the summit and it's a fantastic summit. So before I let you go, and this is not going to be a short question because I want you to really dig in since you have so much experience in this industry and in asset management. For people who are just starting out or asset managers out there. And, you know, we don't always raise our hands to say that we're failing at something. And it's kind of like, maybe there's something that's eating away at them that they, they can't do, or they can't figure out, or they need help with something. What is something that you can tell these asset managers or people who are just starting out when they're getting into this or when they're in the thick of it, how can they best I guess, manage as an asset manager, because it falls on you, the project falls on you to really make it go. What are some tips? I don't even want to call them tricks, but things that you have found in your studies, in your experience that has helped you take your properties to where you want them to go. Yeah, there's, there's three main pillars. You've got to measure everything. And you know what gets measured gets managed. And I would break up, break things down, you know, to every small piece. So don't look at leasing as a whole. Um, you want to look at leads, um, uh, app, app, uh, leads, uh, appointments, uh, showings, um, applications, and then leases. So you want to see the conversion along the whole line. And Neil Bow actually talks about this a lot. I, I learned this from him. Um, and it's called LASIL because, you know, we might get a ton of leads, and get very few leases out of that. So where's that Where's that breakdown? And if you apply that strategy of breaking every single piece down to all facets 
of your operations, you're going to find where the bottlenecks are, and then you can address the right things versus just one thing. So if I looked at occupancy and I was at, um, let's say, 95%, that's looking at it as a whole. I want to see, I might have eight different unit types, and maybe seven of the unit types are near 100%. And, and so I need to raise those rents on those, but one is dragging it down, and that's maybe at 85%. So I got to figure out, okay, on that, on that unit type, that's 85%. Is it, um, do I need to lower the price just a little bit? You know, what do I need to do? And so I can look at it, each little thing and make those adjustments and maximize the NOI. So that's really important. So you got to measure everything. Uh, accountability is key. So what we do is, you know, for our weekly call, um, each each week they'll do a report, and it's it's on it's on the same Google Drive, uh, Google document in the Google Drive that everyone has access to, and we'll put the task list for the week or month or whatever the task is, who's assigned to it, when it needs to be done, what needs to happen, and so it's there for everyone to see. If you don't get get it done you know, you look like a fool because we're, we're all looking at it, you know, and it also helps to remember what, what needs to happen, you know, because we're all busy. We all have a lot of things on our plate. So you can go back to that sheet and see, Ooh, I need to get this done by like tomorrow. I, I need to get on it and things get done that way. So accountability is number two. And then the last thing is being proactive. Um, so it's not waiting for something to happen. If I know one month, you know, for typically, let's say if I have eight leases that expire every month, but one month I have 20 for some reason. So I want to be proactive. You know, I know that's going to happen. So I could send out renewals much earlier. I could try to release people at uh, maybe eight months, nine months, uh, 10 months, 14 months. And so I could break that out. So the years going forward, it's much more even. So Asset management isn't, you know, it doesn't take an MBA, you know, you don't need to be a genius. Um, but if you if you measure everything, you have some kind of accountability tracker and being proactive, you know, that will get you very, very far in asset management. You do realize that you just created an acronym, right? You created a map. So for everyone that needs to remember this, measure accountability and pro proactiveness. Is that a word? Proactiveness? Being proactive. No, we're going to go with proactiveness because it's a P. So measure. What gets measured gets managed. You have to break it in order to make it. I love this. I usually have a notepad, but I'm writing on my hand. So anybody that's watching, I'm <laughs> seeing the, the lovely little notes on my hand. And then in it, you have to hold yourself accountable. Having, But the thing is, having a way to hold each other accountable. It's one thing to say it, but you have to have action steps that your partners can take to hold each other accountable. It's one thing to hop on Zoom calls and like talk about it. If you actually have to fill something out and hold yourself accountable that way, that way, if you don't fill it out, your partners can say, you know what, you didn't fill this out this week. Let's, let's get back on it. And knowing that you need to do that, that's just something you need to do on a regular basis. And if you haven't done it, chances are you might not have taken the steps you needed to that week to fulfill your job and then being proactive. I mean, that's, that's how we should be in, in life in general, being pro 
active, being pros of activity, like getting out there, taking action, getting our goals done. So Gary, thank you so very much for coming on and allowing my listeners a step into your business and how you manage this map that you've created and your asset management kind of system. So thank you so very much. If any of my listeners want to, and I think you need to folks get in contact with you, how can they? Yeah, I'm on um, social media, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, go to our website, breakupdaycapital.com, and you can register for our newsletter and our, our investor list. And um, yeah, reach out. Uh, my email is Gary at breakupdaycapital.com as well. Fantastic. Action step for my listeners, because he just gave you a whole bunch of places. You're going to go to one place, go to his website. We're going to throw that down into the show notes. Go there go to his, go to all the content that he provides. It'll take you one step further in your asset management journey. So again, thank you so much, Gary. When you have your asset management summit, let us know. We'll put it out there. And to all of my listeners, thank you so much. Please rate, review, and subscribe if you got any value from this. And again, check Gary out. Thank you. Aloha, love, and so much peace. Bye now. Thanks.